Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by a Broadway star. You've seen her on A Chorus Line, West Side Story, Cats, Aladdin, Broadway's Rising Stars in the World premiere of On Your Feet in Espanol, semifinalist for Lavos, and you probably heard her singing around the world on Norwegian and Regent Cruise Lines. Right now, she's on the national tour portraying Gloria Estefan in On Your Feet. We welcome the talented Gabby Albo. Hola, Sean. Hola, Gabby. Let's go beyond the mic. Say someone has never heard of On Your feed how do you describe it the first thing i say it's the story of emilio and gloria estefan if people don't know who they are i'm like come shake your body baby do that conga and now they're like oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about so it's basically their story their story i love i like the show because it's about of course their artistic journey their artistic challenges on how they became this huge one of the most important people in the business representing latin american culture but also, I, what I love of this show is that it touches on a lot of their personal challenges as well. Challenges that anybody, whatever you do, can relate to. And in the end, it has, a, this is not a spoiler, <laughs> but this, um, it has like this motivational ending, I guess. It has like this underline of love, support, like what the power of love. I know it can sound cheesy, but for me, like that's the main core of the show. You did training at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. How did that prepare you for today? And what's your best memory there from your best friend, Luigi? Hi, Luigi. <laughs> Actually, yes, I'm born and raised in Mexico, but I had the privilege, the opportunity to go to New York and I studied at AMDA. And I think that opened a lot of doors for me. Like it just showed me works in the United States and how different it is from Mexico. For instance, in Mexico, we have like one, two, three productions a year, like big productions. In, in New York, you can have three auditions per day, you know, like that's the huge difference. They taught me how to even present myself, how to do my audition cuts, how to do my headshots, resumes, like everything. I just, I think it just opened a whole new world for me. And Luigi, Luigi actually likes Connect in Nuevo Continente. Nuevo Continente was my, I know you have like a different school method there, but we have like after primary school, like high school, like our high school. And that's where I met him. And we started doing the theater stuff together, like little uh, not professional things. And then we found each other in Cats. And then we found each other again in Aladdin, and we actually got to play Jan in Aladdin for a put-in, and it was beautiful. Speaking of a whole new world, a couple of years ago, you were in Aladdin as the understudy for Jasmine and in the ensemble, now playing Gloria Estefan. How did Aladdin help prepare you for such a challenging role in On Your Feet? And I've just called out like three times. I don't know how I've been able to do it, but yes, it's very, like the energy is very different. Actually, in Aladdin, I was more ensemble, and that taught me a lot. Like, that show was really a lot of energy as well. Friend like me, like the big tap number. It's just, but with Gloria, I'm the center of attention the whole time. Like, there's about two hours and a half, and two hours and 25 minutes I'm on stage. And most of the time, I have to be performing, so it's a lot of energy of give and take sometimes the audience is better than others so it just requires so much energy like it's draining but also um comfort that's not the word right like fulfilling fulfilling as well yeah what's the easiest and hardest thing about samuel garnica who plays <laughs> emilio in on your feet 
I love that you asked that. Uh, I have to confess, and I confessed it in another interview before, and he knows that it's not a secret, but in the beginning, we did the Spanish version first, and I didn't like him. It was really? so hard for me to like to play that I was in love with this guy that I was like, oh, I'm, I don't, he's not a bad guy at all. He's, oh, he's an angel, but I don't know. There was something about him that I was like just rejecting. <laughs> so in the beginning, it was such a challenge, such a challenge. And we have like kissing scenes and everything. So I was like, ah, why? <laughs> no, now, and everybody that sees the show, like there's, I haven't met anyone, anybody that says that we don't have like a, palpable chemistry like we just love each other too much we know with a it's like a real life relationship like we see each other we look into each other's eyes and we know what's going to happen and what, what he's thinking what i'm thinking where we're going to move if something is like off on stage like we know we're going to how we're going to fix it it's just too much of a connection gabby albo from on your feet joined us beyond the mic and it's time for the rocky nade uh, gabby all this is is eight random questions answer with the first thing that comes to your mind there is no pressure Okay, I'm nervous. Favorite flavor from your ice cream on a roll business? Oh my God, Ferrero with strawberry. Most underrated <laughs> place in Mexico City? Oh, Xochimilco. What is that? Xochimilco is like a like a river, but they created they like ancient people just found out how to create like an island where they can harvest things in the middle of the river. So now the touristy part of it, like you go and they create like this kind of boat, but it's just made of wood. And then you have mariachi playing in another boat next to you if you want, or you can buy food in another boat, or you can just party and buy your like beers and travel the river with that. It's really beautiful. When you were a kid, were you ever frightened about a monster under the bed and did you name them? Are you kidding? Still, still, sometimes really? I cannot sleep. <laughs> but I can have a name though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was sometimes an old lady or sometimes a dead girl. I don't know. Different, different shapes. You've been known to hit a high note while doing a cartwheel. So if you ever were selected to go on Dancing with the Stars, who would you want as your partner? Oh, Probably, oh my God, Ralphie Rivera, who is in my show. He is the most amazing dancer and person i know last gift you bought your mom her a uh, ticket to to see me in a show we haven't decided the city yet but that's gonna be her christmas gift you used to do disney karaoke so what's the best disney song ever i have to say zero to hero like there's no miss you can be in any mood and that's gonna be make you happy best soccer match you ever saw live <laughs> i didn't see it live but i saw it with my dad it was the final of the of the world so what was it and argentina with messi it was crazy i remember we got to the to the restaurant and it was about to be done and we we're like oh it's just done and then like you know like they matched and so they had to do that that thing at the end that i don't know how you call it penalty kicks it was crazy it was crazy we were screaming in the restaurant which role is your dream broadway role now the one of the moments is Anne Boleyn from Six. I would love to do Six. Any of the queens, actually. Aragon would be amazing too. It's time for the back half with Gabby Albo from On Your Feet Beyond the Mic. Gabby, what's the highest note you've ever held while cartwheeling? <laughs> uh, I, 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 mm, I haven't tried many, but I guess I don't know what note is the one that you saw. You did your homework. You did your homework, but I guess that was it. How about the first Broadway show you ever saw live? Hmm. You know what? I was not a theater kid. Really? So, I, no, not at all. I was really shy. I was never going to end up doing this. 
life surprised me. But I guess it was Chicago. Like one of the first ones that they taught me, Chicago or Phantom. You know, you start like watching the movies in the theater. It's all about the people who help us on the way up. Which teacher helped you the most? I mean, the one who mentored you for this career and made you the star you are today. I'm thankful with many people, of course, on the road. But I would remember, I really remember deeply Eileen Petrikoff. It's a, a teacher from AMDA, one of those teachers that makes a difference for sure. According to your phone, you could be 95% better. Who has helped push you along this path of success? That my parents, for sure. Like, I think that, that, that having your parents' support makes a whole world of a difference. I remember being with my dad, and I think I was like in a bad mood. Like, we were deciding what I was going to study, like university, like what university I was going to go to. And I was like, uh, and he was like, check this one. And I was like, fed up. And I was like, dad, let's just close it. I'm going to be a singer. And he said like, okay, go and be the best. It's amazing when you have the support of loved ones who say, you have this dream, go do it. Yes. I always tell him that he's like my frustrated manager. He's always like, let's go meet this friend, like the daughter of this friend, because she is in the show business. And you never know when something's, what door is going to open on that, you know, like that uh, road. They always come to see my performances and that fills my heart. There's a lot of stigma around this um, career. A lot of people or parents might say like, no, be a doctor, be a lawyer, like work on something that's going to make you make money. And they push me on the path of go and pursue what's going to make you happy. So I think that made a difference. Gabby Albo from On Your Feet joins us beyond the mic. Gabby, why is it important sharing the Latin heritages and the power of Gloria's story with others? I guess the world is so divided still. Like some people don't see it, but I think it's important to share our essence, our colors, our sounds, our moves. We go to these random places where there's not a Latin soul in the audience. And then in the end, see them be part of your world is so fulfilling. I think we're making a difference telling our stories because it's not just the story of Emilia and Gloria Stefan. I think it's the story of a lot of us that are in the show and that are not in the show that just live that kind of life, you know? I want to know what happened. How did you almost get stuck in Dubai? Oh my God. How do you know all of this? <laughs> I was in a cruise. I love traveling and I was in a cruise with my girlfriend and and then suddenly we started seeing like these people with masks and you know you have a very limited uh converse um communication with your family but then i get a text from my dad like hey is everything okay over there have you heard anything and i'm like what i'm on a boat i'm on a ship what are you talking about and then yes the day i was gonna fly back the airport like there was a people felt like everybody had masks and i was like oh my god they're exaggerating what is this and then like two days after or something, like when I got back to Mexico, they closed the the, the frontiers. They closed the border on you. At the border. Yeah, the border. Now, since you've been around the world cruising, where is the best place to cruise or the best port? It is not a cruise, but the most beautiful place I know it's here in Mexico. It's uh, it's hidden, a hidden jewel. It's called Tolantongo. Tolantongo. <laughs> and it's these... Um, how do you call them? Like warm water, warm, natural water, you know, but they're clear and they're in the middle of a mountain. So they're like little ponds that they made. And so you have the view to the mountain. And then if you walk and you know the tricks, you can go in the mountain and there's like this cave 
filled with like water. So it's like a steam room, like a natural steam room. And it's so dark and beautiful. And then you go to the other side and there's like a cave, like a cenote. I don't know if you've heard of a cenote. They're usually cold, but this one's warm with a waterfall in the middle. It's just beautiful. You should Google it. One question I always ask Broadway stars when they come on is where were they when they got the job and the story of the person that he told first? I mean, who was that person? I, I had always been frustrated because I thought that I was almost like almost Maria. Like I was always the alternate, always the understudy. There, there, there. But I had never gotten my chance. So I rem- it was like two times I got Gloria. The first one was the Spanish version. And in that one, I'm going to tell you a story really fast. I was doing Aladdin in Mexico and I was here with my dad on my day off watching Netflix and I see this guy on the television and I'm like, oh my God, he looks just like Luis Salgado and Luis Salgado is the choreographer and director of the show. And I took a workshop with him like 10 years ago and we haven't talked or anything, but he was so alike that I was like, I have to send him a picture. He's just so alike. And I was about to do it and I was like, no, he's going to think it's so weird and random, you know, like this girl sending me pictures. So I didn't. And two days after he texted me saying, Gabby, I've been thinking about you because we're casting the show. Didn't know what show, didn't know what role do you like, would you like to send your material over? And I was like, okay, I just sent it. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, the people are, people like you. So would you be willing like to leave everything in Mexico and come here to be here in the United States, like in a month? And I did. I left this huge production of Aladdin, like the biggest production in Mexico that was supposed to run for like two years for a two month contract in a theater in DC to do the Spanish version of On Your Feet. And I do not regret it. I remember when I saw that email, like you got Gloria Estefan. Like I just remember looking at the letters and be like, it's here. Like the moment has arrived, you know, like the moment I've been praying for. And then, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into details, but it was like a so, like I had a, like a loving drama in that contract, and it was so short that I had like very like turbulented, like very confusing feelings throughout the run. So I was feeling guilty of not being able to like deeply enjoy that moment that I was hoping for. And so when I got the call for. I'd still audition for the national tour of on your feet, but I had just like coming, I had just come out of this like a chaotic time. And when I got the call, they told me in the moment, this was, this was my last callback and it was a Zoom thing. And they're like, okay, Gabby, what are your plans for this next year? And I was like, I might like to give it a try in the United States. So I'm going to try to apply for the working visa. So I'm figuring that out. And they said, okay, just make sure you, make time in your calendar for the national tour of on your feet because you're going to be playing gloria and i just had like this face like i don't know i was like in a state of shock like i was not excited as i thought i would be like i was just like a very weird that i would never expect to have like just plain like nothing nothing like dead and then it took me some months actually to to understand what I was going to go through and what I was about to live and what I had just gotten at that. It was like the, the result of so many years of hard work. I don't know. It was just like, that's funny that you asked that because it's such a, like a random answer. I'm sure like not the one that you would have expected, but that was it. 
So who's the first person you told? I told my mom because Luis Salgado is like very spiritual, very like, uh, I don't know, like very out there. And he's like, go tell your mom, go tell your mom. And I run out because one of the part of the auditions was like, what song would you sing to somebody you love? And I was like, um, uh, what? Like, I will always love you to my mom. And I started like singing that and I started crying. It was chaos. And then he's like, go tell your mom. And I was like, okay, okay. And I'm running up and I'm like, mom. She's like, I'm taking a shower. <laughs> Don't have to run mom so in the shower. It was just weird but now i'm so thankful that i went through all of that it was part of the whole experience and i'm loving this part of the of course in tour life like it's hard like you have ups and downs and everything you know like such is life but now i'm in a really good place i'm enjoying and i'm thankful that i'm able to physically mentally energy wise be able to tell the story that i think is worth telling and being able to enjoy it and to get to know these these beautiful places and I love the people that are in the show. So I'm in a good place right now. I'm excited to go back. We're going to go back in a couple of days. The power of family, friends, and a significant other is important. Went on the road for months on end. Who gives you support when you're down? I think my family, for sure. Like, they're always there. I have some friends. Like, if I'm going through rough times, I'm like, Zoom, like, urgent Zoom call. And like, they're there for me. So that's that's cool. And also like people on the road, because there's no, nobody to understand better than the people that are traveling with you, you know, that are going through the same things. Now, what's the one thing you always bring on tour? There's always that one thing, whether it be a pillow, a book, something that, that reminds you of home. It's actually a new discovery, but it was the best purchase I've done in years. And it was like a, an, an electronic pan. It heats up super fast. And when I went to the store and I saw the saw it, I was like, no, this is never going to work for me. This is too big. Oh, my God. No, it's the best thing I've done. Pasta, quesadillas, everything so fast. And it's like the best purchase. I It, it helps me have um, breakfast in my room. It's beautiful. <laughs> so what's the one thing you love to cook? I actually don't like cooking, but I have to do it on the road. And we love these new buffalo wings, but they're meatless wings because I'm not eating meat. So we discovered this brand and it was beautiful. And I've just found it once and it was amazing. Gabby, why should people watch on your feet? Because first of all, and the obvious answer is they're going to have fun. Of course, they're going to go through a journey of all these hits of the Miami Sound Machine that are going to make get on your feet and dance and everything but i think what people don't expect is to feel deeply touched in the end and motivated and also to give themselves an opportunity to learn of a new culture to see ourselves as humans that we are just with our different colors and embrace them as well and have fun with them and cry and laugh and sing with them i think i think they're not ready to see what they're gonna see you know like people expect just to dance conga and that's it it's just like a little bit of a little part of it it's time for one big question with gabby abel from on your feet beyond mike as you tour around the united states how has the reaction by audiences to the show changed you oh there have been so many so many shows that i just like end up crying because i'm so moved in coming out of the dark i usually pick one person to sing it to and I feel that I'm healing them or like freeing them from whatever they're going through and I found some people that I see crying on stage or I see people that are going through maybe something that what I'm portraying on stage and for example people 
you know, not wheelchairs, but like the ones that are not able to move at all and see how them in that moment of the show. Oh, that is just so powerful to me. Like they don't imagine, they have no idea of what they give to us. You know, like it makes everything so worth emotions that we go through. Like it's just worth it to see that the way it impacts them. What do you see in the future for you on Broadway? I feel ready. I feel prepared. I feel that now this was like a very big and strong first step for me in the States. So um, I, I found an agent and I'm confident that they're going to like open doors for me. I, I actually got really far in the six auditions. So I'm hoping that that comes maybe as a surprise this year. It would be amazing. And I, I don't know, like, it's not like a, a normal performer that I'm like, I really want to be on Broadway. And because, no, I just want to be enjoying happy with you, wherever that takes me. And I hope that every cast that I'm with, like, it feels like a family and that I feel fulfilled with whatever I do. And that because through performing, I feel that I share my essence with the world. Like, I feel that that's the I can be and share myself. So I just I just want to enjoy what I do and have a good impact in people that see it or that have contact with that directly or indirectly. Who is the one person you're closest with on the show? Um, and you can't say Samuel. Uh, I actually have two really good friends. Because, you know, I saw you do the three amigos <laughs> dance with your two castmates. You got to the right video, actually, because those are my two best friends on tour. They play my mother and my sister. She actually, the one that plays my mother, Kitty, used to be my uh, an ensemble member. And now she plays my mom. And Emma, like, she just came to Mexico to visit. So it's cool to see how a show can build stronger relationships and get to to share your country with other people. You know, just create uh, bonds aside from the show. What's the one story you haven't told others before that you could tell now? <laughs> are the ones that are that make me laugh. The, pe the ones that people don't know happen. And just now, somebody tagged me in a, in, a, in a story on Instagram, but they recorded the moment, and it was when the people, the tech people, that are usually the ones that people don't see but are a huge part of the show. They were getting the furniture in. <laughs> and then they, I don't know what happened and they couldn't get out of the stage. So they were hiding. <laughs> they were hiding behind this like skinny table. So of course, everybody could see them in one of the most dramatic scenes. And I was just trying so hard not to laugh because I laughed so, so like easily. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I, I cannot look that way because I'm going to burst laughing. <laughs> so that was one of them. Another one, Emilio had a booger. In another one, um, I slept on the bed in the hospital scene and they had to wake me up. Like, <laughs> there are so many stories. <laughs> she was shy, <laughs> loves to sing Zero to Hero, wants to play Anne Boleyn in six. Gabby Albo from On Your Feet, Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. It was one of the best interviews I've had. So much fun. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app.